Cream pie. This is an explicit podcast. If you don't like complete randomness, then this podcast is not recommended for you. Also, this is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, kalau korang telah terbangun. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you. Listener discretion, diskresi anda dinasihatkan is advised. Listener discretion is advised. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful fucks. Welcome to episode number 220 of the Comedy Podcast. Coming to ya! On 10th September, Friday, 2021. I fucked up the order again. Uh, I'm here very impulsive. Uh, it's part of my my new way of doing things, you know. I'm finding these days. And uh, it's relating to the aliens, guys. But I'm finding these days that it's near impossible for me to do things that I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to work. Scheduling is near impossible for me now. Like if I... If I say between 1pm to 2pm, I'm going to review a contract. When it comes to 1pm and I try to do the contract, I'm like fucking sleepy and it takes me 20 minutes to cover five pages. I mean, I can get the work done, but it feels like I'm swimming against the tide. So... From 2 to 4 p.m., if I want to edit a video, it's very hard. From 4 to 6, I wanna, I plan to drive home and think about the podcast. It's very hard. Then from 6 to 7, I want to have anal sex, but it's very hard to get a hard on. And then from 7 to 9, I want I, I plan to just, um, just focus on dinner and try and have a good conversation with my father, my brothers. But what ends up happening is... Uh, the conversation becomes stale and it becomes very awkward. Uh, it's this new world that I'm living in. I'm already here. You guys can come here too, but you need to like fix your programming or something. Uh, I, I think I said that wrong. It's not fix your programming. You already you you can have access to that programming already. It's just uh, it's downloaded. The file is inside you. It's up to you to fucking install it. Aku dah terbangun ya. Yes, I'm. Waking up to this reality that this is all a game. Simulation. The real me is somewhere in a cyber cafe controlling this body. So what am I trying to do? Yeah, just be fucking spontaneous. Uh, doing things as I as I want to do them. So I'm, I just, uh, after dinner, I was like, I was feeling awkward because we were all sitting there quietly. And I said, and I wanted to leave. So if I don't want to sit at the table anymore, I'm not going to fucking sit at the table, right? So I, out of nowhere, I just went, I'm leaving to shower. Just no poise at all. I can't be in polite... You know, the attorney people with their bow ties and their, their really nice mustaches and that, that watch they keep in their jacket. I can't be like that. <laughs> Shining their shoes... Announcing Dato and his wife Datin. Nah, I can't. The two fucking tush, uh, they eat durian with spoons for fuck's sake. Uh, 
the only fancy thing I want to see, right, is like I'm, if I'm getting my dick sucked and then she raises a pinky, ironically, uh, <laughs> while she's sucking my dick, I don't mind that fancy. I'll wear a top hat to a threesome. Fuck yeah. But uh, the the hoity-toity stuff, uh, not, not for fucking me. Anyway, I was talking about dinner, right? So I said... Alright, I'm leaving now. I'm gonna shower. And then my father goes, uh, you know, suddenly you've been doing it the wrong thing your whole life. Uh, and I was like, okay, uh, this I get this again. Let's do this. And I said, what do you mean that you shouldn't shower after you eat? And I'm like, for how long? And then he says, two hours. And I was like, no, that's not true. And then my brother says, yeah, that's not true, Abang. It's actually four hours. And then my dad says, yeah, it's actually four hours. You're doing the wrong thing. You need to do the right thing. So because of that, I'm now here. Uh, I was a bit triggered a little bit, but I, I fought it. And then I, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to record a podcast episode. So I'm going to come up here because I felt a rush of energy. Oh my God, guys, I've been feeling rushes of energy. You know how I've been doing it? I just tell myself the the way I eat, everything I put in my body, the purpose is not to look sexy, fuck abs people forget about the abs unless it's something you really genuinely want you know what i mean you enjoy the process i mean if you if you enjoy the pain of like starving and that's the key then yeah go ahead and chase abs but if you hate exercise and you're gonna chase abs right what's gonna happen is you're gonna be all depressed and all that all the time because even though you gain one step forward you're gonna gain like 10 steps back the aliens told me about this Hi, I'm Harith. I'm your guardian devil. Giving you practical life, uh, esoteric new age, self-help advice. Uh, if this is helpful, just listen. Listen on. If it's not helpful, fucking listen to another podcast, man. So, what was, the, what was I going? What was I ranting on about with no direct train of thought? Oh yeah, the food, the food. So normally after dinner, I'll be like, oh, you know, macam orang Melayu kan, biasanya macam selepas makan, dia macam, aduh, macam, oh. That's why like our country is not progressing. Mahathir should have written that in the Malay dilemma. He had all these bullshit theories about like r- biology and race and culture to try and explain why Malays are behind. But like one key element is the way we eat, I find. First of all, Carbs are great. You need carbs. But when you overload on that shit, man, it can make you sleepy. Incapable of work. You know why these Malay parties can't defeat each other? It's not that they it's not that uh they it's not that they like each other, so they're like, fine, we'll be friends and help each other. No, it's not that. It's just that they're so fucking lazy and tired all the time they can't execute their plans. Why? Too much nasi. That's it. You know why Mahate is so energetic? It's because he openly told us uh, he eats very little. Uh, so that's one way. You don't have to starve yourself, you know. I think it was the a religious figure. I'm not going to name the religious figure because then the Jakim people might get mad. But the <laughs> that's rich. <laughs> so it's when do I care about making Jakim people angry or not? In a previous episode, I was screaming, I want Jakim pussy! I want Jakim pussy! I really want Jakim Pussy. If there is an investigation by Jakim, because I screamed, I want Jakim Pussy. I hope that goes on the front page of Berita Harian. And I hope that shit makes me fucking famous. Yeah? Uh, orang asing Bangladesh uh, merupakan uh, 
uh, peminat kemaluan betina Jakim. Ya. Yeah. Ja- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I really, really need to finish my trains of thought, guys. What the fuck was I? Just Jackin Pussy distracted me. Uh, oh yeah, the religious figure. Yeah, so there's a religious figure in the past who said that you eat up to 70 to 75% of your satiation. I'm not sure if I'm saying that word right. Satiation. Satiation. Satiation, I think is the way you say it. Yeah, you eat 75% and then you stop. You'll still feel hungry, but wait 10 minutes and it'll go away. And I've been doing that. And after my meals, I feel more energetic than I do sleepy. Uh, it takes discipline for sure. But once you fall in love with having energy, then controlling what you eat is easier. That's That was the key for me. I'm not saying it's the key for you, but it's something you can try. If you feel like you're just too fucking tired after meals, Try and eat up to 70-75% and then stop. And another thing I've incorporated and I thought this was impossible for me and I know a lot of people listening will find it impossible for them but what I did was uh, no more desserts. Sugar, I, my my weakness is uh, Snickers bars and Hershey's Kisses or there's a Hershey's bar as well, the white chocolate one with the, the, the black uh, crunchy things. Oh my God. Problem is, if I eat that after dinner, I, I I get the after meal Malay syndrome. I think I'll call it that. And the, you know the sleepy Malay after meals? The kunatido. That, that. Yeah, I, 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 I get the I get that. So no more desserts for me. I'll have it maybe once a week. Yeah. Once a fucking week. Anyway. Yeah, I finished my train of thought. That, that uh, was... Partly, very partly influenced by the aliens. The aliens didn't tell me how to eat. They were just like, you got to fix your energy, dude. It, because your battery is so low all the time. How are you going to enjoy your life? Oh, by the way, they, they stopped framing things as meeting your goals. Yeah, They told me something interesting, guys. If you try really hard to meet your goals, you're only going to push them further away. And the way they described it was so confusing and I don't want to get into what they said. But basically, that's what they said. It's kind of like, let's say you had to make a speech, right? The chances of you bombing that speech are higher when you place a lot of importance on the speech and you keep telling yourself in your mind, oh, this speech has to be good. This speech has to be good. So when you when you cycle yourself like that, then the chances of you bombing are higher when you do that. Whereas if you don't give a shit about the outcome of the speech, then uh, it's my, you, you have a much higher chance of uh, doing well in that speech. And the aliens told me that the way the way that you can cycle yourself into not giving a fuck about the outcome is to always have a safety net. So in the example of the speech, if you have a piece of paper that you could just read off, that's the absolute bottom of like your performance. So just have an acceptable script. You make the speech, then at least it's not that bad. Yeah, people will complain that, oh, this person was just reading off a speech of a piece of paper. But that outcome is way better than if you just stood up there and you were awkward and annoying and kept on babbling and no one wants to listen. You know what I mean? So if you have a safety net, then the aliens told me it's much easier to to perform at the thing you want to do. So 
And with the whole speech metaphor, is the more you want, the law of attraction mean, it's like quarter, right? 25%, right? There's a whole, it's all having to do with energy and how your thoughts uh, radiate energy and emotion and all that. So that's why I said it's very complicated. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to understand. I feel like I understand what they're telling me. It's just hard to explain to some people. You know what I mean? So let me learn this lesson from them. And as your guardian angel, guardian devil, I keep getting that wrong. As your guardian devil, I'll try and uh, explain it to you in a later episode. If any of you are thinking I'm crackpot, nuts, bad shit, tai, how do you say bad in Malay? Tai burung gila. Just, I just use burung. If you think I'm bad shit crazy, that's fine. I don't need this. I don't need this relationship with you where you think I'm nuts. I don't need this relationship where you're constantly asking, hey, what medication is this guy on, yeah? What matters is, is what I'm saying resonating with you? Are you vibing with the message, man? If you do, then keep listening, man. Keep listening to this guardian devil who wants to help you with the help of these aliens. Um, well, fun fact, I wanted to explain the aliens thing. They're not literal aliens. They're more like interdimensional beings and... Uh, I mean, I see them in my head. They talk to me sometimes. And yes, I will get checked for schizophrenia. I think I can't even say that word. Schizophrenia. Schizoph... Schizo... Okay, sorry. I need to... I'm not sorry. They told me to stop apologizing. Schizo... I can't even spell it. <laughs> I opened the fucking keyboard and I wanted... How do I pronounce skit? And I can't even fucking spell it. So I don't even know the word I'm trying to fucking pronounce. Fuck this. Uh. Okay, guys, it's time for some podcast love. Hello, you beautiful fucks. I did not plan today's episode at all. Uh, I just sat down here and started talking. But if you appreciate this kind of podcast, this kind of episode, if you enjoyed today's episode so far and you want to help me grow, please, uh, please feel free, man. Uh, the best way you can do that is to just take a screenshot of this episode right here. You can upload it to your Instagram story. And you can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. While you are there, feel free to DM me any of your listener questions. I love tackling those, okay? They can be about uh, anything, really. They tend to be about dating. People love to tell me about their sex life and all that. But uh, if you have any, if you read a funny article, interesting article you want me to discuss, feel free and send it to my DMs. I would love to tackle that for you. And if you have any questions for my aliens, uh, feel free to send those. That would be interesting. And then I'll ask them for you and then we'll see what they say. All right. All right. Looking forward to your DMs, you beautiful fucks. And now back to the episode. Guys, I need to ask you something. Do I give off the vibe that I'm crazy about sex, that I constantly only want to talk about sex because something weird is happening in my life? People keep asking me to join this sex talk panel. Uh, they want me to join that sex talk panel. Uh, and there was this one where Harith Iskandar was one of the speakers and some other some other famous uh, Malaysian public figure. They just want to, they keep inviting me on these things. And that particular one that I was just talking about was like about child, uh, child marriage and sexual abuse. And I'm just like, why, why do these people keep inviting me? Do I, 
am I signaling to people that this guy likes to talk about sex? Is it? I'm so, honestly, I'm so done with that. I'm so tired of it. Goddamn tired of this. So, if any of you are running a panel on UFOs and aliens and interdimensional beings and uh, ascending different dimensions, uh, hit me up, man. Uh, <laughs> that's more my uh, frequency. Now, uh, if anyone has psychedelics and wants to share, please, uh, yeah, I would love that. That would uh, highly, highly interest me. Okay, I want to share an emotional story about me and your probably your favorite topic. You're tired of the aliens by now, right? Me and my father. So my father is the very typical masculine kind of guy. Parts of it are toxic in my opinion. But he's getting older and he's getting better at it. And this is... But we're still really stunted with our openness, emotions, you know, willingness to cry, that kind of thing. His father passed away a while back. I was sitting in his office and we were discussing business together. We were just talking and then he said, okay, I have to go to Bangladesh soon to settle some business. Uh, I haven't been there for a long time and you know, my father died during the corona so I couldn't visit him last time. So now I finally get the chance to visit his grave and pray there. And then the moment he said that, you know, this is my grandfather who passed away. I started tearing up a lot. I mean, not a lot. I started tearing up a little bit and I was fighting it. I was just going, no hearth. Monster trucks, monster trucks. I was, I was trying to bury it way down. But I decided, you know what? I want to grow as an individual. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to cry right now. So I said, sorry. I stood up. I stood up and then I walked to the door because it's the office. So I shut the door. I went back to my seat. I took some tissue and I just fucking covered my eyes. And then I was like, okay, but I just remembered to bring the sales and purchase agreement. I started to talk about work again. And I was like, like that. Just fucking, uh, yeah. Remember to bring the sales and purchase agreement, okay? And then my father starts crying too. So he takes a piece of the tissue, he covers his eyes and he says, did the lawyer even prepare the SPA? And I'm, and, I, and I'm just sitting there going, yeah, but he's still missing the quit rent the documents. And we were sat there for, I think at least five minutes, just crying to each other while not addressing the issue that we miss grandpa and just talking about work. But it's a step. At least we started crying. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Is this is it okay for Ben to do this? Uh, I I believe it is, but uh, I would like I would like to be more open, lah. You know, like, like like what are you saying, Harith? What do you want it? What do you want it to end up as? You and your papa going, ah, ah, papa, ah, papa. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't mind. You can call me a sissy. I I don't give a shit. My grandpa, man, I, I really miss him. I Even though I, I had no idea what the fuck he was saying half the time, he only speaks Bengali. He would just be like, hello, how are you? <laughs> uh, have you eat, you eat already? Dadu, uh, dadu, I mean dadu. They're saying like, uh, I'm grandpa. Uh, you eat? You eat now. Eat. <laughs> How are you? And have you eat? I hope you're doing okay up there, Grandpa. I really hope so. 
Uh, okay, that was me being a little uh, emotional. Sounds about that if that was too much for you. All right, let's tackle a bit of news, shall we? So I'm sure by now, wait, before that, I just want to talk about what I'm addressing. What I'm addressing at the moment is why the current government are in government. Let me try and explain why this whole dysfunctional paradigm at the moment governing our lives that's making us go, ah, why? Why that exists, okay? Okay, so did you hear that the one of the ex-prime ministers was promoted to some high-up position somewhere by the current government? Interesting, right? Uh, I'm not going to be very specific because I'm going to assume that you know what I'm talking about. But a lot of people are just like, ugh, in this country... Uh, people just fail upwards. So, and I think that's true to some extent. But I also think you need to realize that those people created that kind of reality for themselves. Again, this is some woo-woo alien telling me shit. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, hear me out. In their minds, they really believe in themselves. They they really think like they're the shit and that they can do it. They were like God-ordained. They were born with this idea that they were they were destined to like have an easy life, things just given to them. Um, the opposition, on the other hand, they're too smart and are therefore too self-doubting. In general, smart people are generally like that. And obviously, there's some dumb opposition members. I'm just saying, I'm talking about the collective, yeah? Now, now, is that me saying the gov- current government are filled with dumb people? I'm comfortable saying, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so smart people, they're generally very self-doubting. And that's exactly why it's not always uh, the smart people that end up on top, you know? It happens, but more often than not, if you look into the higher echelons of our society... They're usually filled with people who are like, I can do anything. So again, I do not have the answers to this shit. But if you want to create, but if you want to create this kind of failing upwards like them, if you want to do that for your life, it's simple. Get dumber, develop extreme narcissism. Uh, You might wonder at this point, how do I get dumb? Uh, Smoke a lot of meth. That will not only melt your brain. uh, Oh yeah, and after you melt your brain, get some cocaine. And that will help with your confidence and narcissism. So uh, yeah, that's what you do. Unless you're already very dumb. Then you don't need the meth, just use the cocaine. Uh, Please get your medical advice from a medical professional. Speak to your doctor about taking meth and cocaine. Yeah, don't... (laughs) Don't go to the doctor and be like this. So there's this guy on a podcast who speaks to aliens. He's my guardian devil and he told me to take meth and cocaine if I want to be prime minister. What do you think, doctor? Mm. Yeah, Write that down and, and go to the doctor. Fucking phone anxiety. That's the next topic. Ah, phone notifications. Everything I'm doing now is basically to help me enjoy my life, right? And one of the things I had to defeat is anxiety. I'm sure you felt anxiety to some extent stemming from your self-expectations, work, yeah? You're like, I got to finish this work. I got to finish this work. You're thinking that while you're showering, while you're driving. It just creates a lot of anxiety. 
Another source of anxiety is the phone. And I don't know if any of you resonate with this, if you can relate to this, but phone notifications, I get a ton of them and I they make me feel like I can't breathe sometimes. So I posted a screenshot of all the phone notifications I got. Just put it up on my uh, on my Instagram story. My personal one. Stop trying to follow that, by the way, guys. Can I have a private life? Just one section that's private. That private Instagram is where I post all my gay orgies. Is that what you want to see? You want to see me get butt-fucked in a circle of like 10 men? Come on, leave me alone. So... Uh, yeah, I put a screenshot of my phone notifications and I just put a caption there on the story saying, this shit is my my nightmare, right? And I've got this fuckhead of a friend who sent me a meme saying, you're not a celebrity, open your 19 messages. And I just want to say openly right now, fuck him. Screw him, man. For me, staring at your no- your phone notifications is like watching your father beat your mother. It's fucking terrifying. Unless you hate your mother, then... uh, uh, Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Uh, You signed up for this shit. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's do some updates. The... The aliens told me a bunch of things, guys. Let, Let me... Let me see. Hold on, guys. They... They talked to me yesterday on Tuesday and today on Wednesday. So let me just... Let me just check what they do do installing installing you velas. I want to stall people while I try and find my notes. Holy shit, Harith, get your shit together. Stop flushing it down the toilet. All right. So this is what the aliens told me on 7th September. Uh hi, I'm Harith, your guardian devil. Hey. Helping you through this journey on Earth with the help of interdimensional beings. They tell me things and then I tell you things. On Tuesday, they told me that if you want to help stop the dysfunctional cycle of Malaysia's politics, stop giving it your energy. Huh. Apparently, this means you can read about things to get informed, but do not let any of it affect your emotional state. Even if it does affect your emotional state, try it to come back to neutral if you can. It will help you if you just have a fuck it and fuck them sort of mentality when you deal with that kind of news. The reason they told me that is apparently when we ev- in, when we invest our emotions into this, we are giving our energy to it and then, then it becomes stronger. These dysfunctional forces of energy need your energy to survive and apparently your attention is energy. So this means that when you're rage tweeting about something, you give it energy, not just the political entity you're raging towards, by the way. You've given energy to the entire dysfunctional system. Because let's say that entity is defeated and is replaced by another political entity, the cycle of the other side rage tweeting at the new establishment will mean that this cycle keeps going because new energy keeps getting pumped into the petrol tank. Uh... Did I explain that well? I think that was one of the better things that they told me. Yeah, they said apparently that if you just withdraw your energy from that, if you stop digging at the government, if you stop giving your fucks to them, you can keep the fucks for yourself. And what will happen is that you are going to have more energy for yourself. And that sounds hella cool to me. I need more fucking energy, man. I want to manifest some shit. Yeah. So that's what they told me on Tuesday. Uh, and then today, 
on Wednesday when I'm recording this. Hold on. Let me find the thing. Fuck, I gotta... I'm just scrolling down endless notes, guys. Yeah, um... Okay. On 8th September, they told me that people are trying to pull you back into the COVID dynamic. The more attention you give it, the more power you give it. Take precautions to take care of your health for sure. But this, all this fear is very destructive. Fear of COVID, you know, the news cycle keeps pumping it out. If you're tired of the alien shit, I'm gonna, this is the last one I'm going to end soon and then I'm going to do some listener questions. But they said that the reason um, that all this COVID, all this attention we're giving to COVID is making us very tired, is draining us and it's not allowing us to live our lives uh, fully and happily. The more attention you give it, the more power you give it. Take precautions to take care of your health for sure. But all this is very destructive. Take the precautions to take care of your health, but do not give in to the fear apparently. Because when you have less space for love, appreciation, excitement, and curiosity, um, what the fuck? The aliens today sound like some new age eat, pray, love aunties. (laughs) Normally, they're super vulgar. But yeah, when you have less... Because when you do that, what ha- when you give it all your fear, then you have less space for all these things like love, appreciation, excitement, and curiosity. So if you want those things in your life, stop filling your mind space and your heart space with a lot of fear and attention to something that is actually very destructive. There you go. Yeah. Um, I actually took that advice, you know, today and I went and I went to a cyber cafe and I just showed them my vaccination status. And guys... I just sat by the window and it was raining and I was watching the rain and I was having my flat white because I'm cultured, I'm atish. I'm not out there to get some cappuccino, like some basic bitch or a, or a latte. I, I know this coffee guy. He's so like, oh, coffee. He's really like, <laughs> coffee. Like he sniffs that shit. Oh, he's from a Peruvian bean. And he snips it like, oh, I, I, I I detect a taste of a civet poo or something. Uh, why am I shitting on this guy? Hold on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. He he just said he would say things to me like, "Ah, uh, oh, you're, you're gonna order a cappuccino. You're gonna order a latte. That pisses me the fuck off." Apparently, there are only two things, like three things, you're allowed to order. Uh, four things you're allowed to order: flat white long black and espresso and you can order an americano but they they'll still think you're they're more attached than you they, they don't see the americano as attached so uh why did i go on that tire oh yeah i ordered a flat white because <laughs> cultured fuck here and i sat by the window and i just uh i didn't want the cup because i like the takeaway i mean i didn't want the the clay cups that they normally use. I want, I asked for a takeaway cup, you know. Harris, that's just going to end up in the ocean. That's true, the fucking plastic, right? My bad. Anyway, I got the takeaway cup. I just sat by like a counter that was against the window. I just watched the fucking rain. I breathed in, texted, texted Taylor, had fun talking to her. I just enjoyed the fuck out of that coffee. Had the caffeine buzz. <sighs> in that moment, COVID didn't exist. And you might be thinking, okay, then you keep doing that, man. You're definitely going to catch COVID and die. You might be right, but I'm not even going to entertain that thought. I'm not even going to, yeah, this is just me going, fuck that. I'm not, I'm, I'm done living in fear. I've gotten the vaccine. I wear my mask, take the precautions. I don't know what else. I don't want to do anything else. Yeah. 
um, God, is this going to be one of those like newspaper stories? Comedy podcaster who followed all the rules, who followed all the fucking rules, uh, still caught COVID after going to cafe. Nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to stop entertaining that thought, guys. I don't want to live there. Listener question time. Okay. By the way, I love people. I love the people who write in. Yeah, even the crazy ones. Because I got a listener question from a crazy person today. Who and that's that's rich of me to say. Right? I'm calling someone else crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I got this listener question from a crazy person who's probably going to end up emotionally terrorizing her future children. <clears throat> like you know what I mean when I read this. Hi. I'm not Malay but Ching Chong with bad grammar and I've tried to work things out with my BF and yeah, things well better. By the way, he tested positive for COVID but not so serious kind. Like, he just can't taste shit. That's all. I really want to be the caring girlfriend but I just can't stop eating and enjoy it so, so much when having FaceTime with him unconsciously. But uh, feel bad but sorry, not sorry. Hope I'm not writing too long. You can break into parts. Like his typical Asian parents got panic and gather all the secret recipe from WhatsApp all over the place. Literally dump everything. Ginger, lemon, lemongrass, garlic, etc. in the rice pot and let them steam and told him to smell so that he will be healed. <laughs> okay, I apologize if I was too mean, if I called you crazy. I mean, well, I'm just teasing you. I enjoyed reading this. Thank you so much for writing in. But this was chaotic as fuck. Where is the question? <laughs> My guardian devil advice to you is don't ever touch holy water. I think you might burn, you demonic fuck. Um, let's see. Let, let me try and uh, dissect this. Hey, you don't... Ha- if, if, if there's any part of you that kind of hates yourself because you're not Malay, uh, fuck that part of you. <laughs> Because you were like, I'm not Malay, but Ching Chong. Hey, Bing Ching Chong is fucking great, if you ask me. I love the Ching Chong people. Yeah, you got the best food in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm happy you got, you you and your boyfriend are fine. He tested positive for COVID. I'm glad that he it wasn't so serious. But this part confused me. You said, I just can't stop eating and enjoy it so, so much when we have FaceTime with him. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> You're saying you feel guilty. Uh, about eating a lot while FaceTiming him? Are you worried he'll be thinking, oh, yo, my girlfriend getting fat. I always eat when I see her. Is that why? <laughs> Is that? And then you said, sorry, not sorry. So yeah, don't be sorry, man. If you if you enjoy that, you enjoy that. Unless it turns you into a sleeping Malay after you eat. And, you know, if you want to feel good, maybe stop doing that. And the, the secret recipe of ginger, lemon, lemongrass, garlic. That's funny. But you know how aunties and uncles are, right? Like ginger, lemon, garlic. This shit, this shit fixes everything for them. All right, guys. I have run out of time. That is today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. I will speak to you on Monday. Bye-bye.